not, we already had, you know, top point guards um, conversation. But the question I want to ask you is, um, who's the best player on the New York Knicks? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> any 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 night it could be different. First yeah, the first it? night of the season was Cam Reddish. <laughs> he not even now he's not even in rotation. I don't I don't know what's going on in New York. Um, who who is the best player know. on the New York Knicks? I have no idea. I don't know. It should be should be RJ Barrett, but hey. I don't know. <laughs> what do you what do you feel? That's a tough one. I don't it is. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's it is tough. And that's oh, not honestly, even uh a, no shade. A, a shade, yeah. That's Who's the best player next? <laughs> yeah. You can go, you go RJ if you want. You can say Julius if you want. Yeah. You can even say, you can even say uh, Jalen Brunson if you want. Yeah. I, I don't think it gets active past those three names, but who, who is the next best player? <laughs> I ask that because at some point, too, one or three of those guys are still relatively young. But, you know, you, you, you got to decide what direction you're going in. Right? Like, mm. yeah. It, it has to be someone. I know it's a it's a tough conversation. I know you know organizations don't really come out too often and say so and so is our number one guy. But you have to at least internally know who your best player is. The no doubt about it, the Timberwolves are are slowly but surely starting to hit their reality of who their best player really is. <laughs> <laughs> the reality is crazy. The, 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 the am I lying? Crazy. Yeah. Am I lying? The reality is crazy. It, it, it's starting to hit. Yeah. And now again, the Knicks, they, they did just sign or just, you know, just get Jalen Brunson. So, you know, some, yeah. some, some, some time to do. But still, I you got to... Who is it? If Jalen Brunson... I said, we, we had a conversation this offseason. If Jalen Brunson is your best player on your team, that, that's not great. And I like Jalen Brunson a lot. I think he's a he's an eighteen and seven guy probably this year if he keeps going on to stay and stays healthy. That, that's pretty good. And that's, that's, a, and that's good. a great that's a great starting starting guard yeah. starting like you're a starter. And if you're averaging eighteen and seven or anywhere between yeah eighteen and seven the twenty and seven that's just your starting guard in this league. But at the same time, like let's make it clear, like we don't know. And if you're the Knicks, that that goes to the organization in the front office lack of. Just lack of direction, like you said. Like, what direction are we going? Are we trying to win? Are we a playoff team? Are we trying to lose? Or are we just trying to, like, field a, a good team where people are going to come to support the team? But it's New York. It's the Gardens. They can have some damn dogs playing. they Knicks fans to go support. So and I, respect, I, I respect the hell out of that. I mean, you, you know, we can say whatever you want about Knicks fans, man, but at least they show up. There are some cities where it's like, hey, man. <laughs> Even if they're good. It's good. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's like, yo, at least Knicks fans, they're they're gonna be Knicks fans. So, but would you say though that, uh, would you say that Jalen Brunson is the most underappreciated player in the league? No, I wouldn't. Would you say that he's? Is there is there a name that comes to mind? I not not off the top of my head. I mean, we had a conversation the last pod talking about SGA. I feel like he's probably people say he's the most underrated player in the game. But I feel like I don't, I don't know about that. If, if you, if, if you, that's what I'm saying. If you, if you watch basketball, you know how cool SGA is. Just well, the same with Devin Booker well, when he wasn't winning. So I was, I was gonna say that that's more of what it is. I don't think it's like yeah. oh, you know, yeah, that's what I'm flower. Oh, you, Devin Booker your, wasn't your team winning. Stinks. <laughs> but something to say. Sometimes, but sometimes it goes the other way. Like people could Devin Booker. Like they were talking about oh, Devin Booker's underrated. Some people were talking about was well, Devin Booker ever good? 
Is he just a stat pattern? So you never know. It can go. It, it depends on the player. So it really does. But I don't know. I think De'Aaron Fox, people, it's just like, okay, if he was, okay. on, a, if he was on a different all team. Right. <laughs> so okay. I don't know. It's just like. So let me, all right, so let me address that. It sounds like what your narrative is. There is a difference between underappreciated and people not watching you. There's yeah. a difference between being underappreciated and being a stat pattern. There's a difference between underappreciated yeah. and being just a good player on a terrible team. There we go. Yeah. That's so I think, you know, a player that had came to mind maybe a couple of years ago was CJ McCollum. Um there you go. It, to me, mm-hmm. it, to me, it's it's usually those guys that like are the number two option, but um next to a player that um may not have received or re- it seems like receives all the love, right? So obviously people talk about mm-hmm. Dame a lot. Um people talk about how Luca, you know, dragged a, a team bunch of you know, a team full of mids. That's mm-hmm. so that's so that's why I would say Jalen Brunson because I don't care how great Luca is if you don't have at least another player that's at least you know somewhat capable of getting shit done. You not, you know, what I'm saying you're not about to win win all those games. Now again, it you know it was a Luca show, but at the same time, someone had to be the second option. So yeah, um, but yeah, I, I would say that you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Knicks, the Knicks are the Knicks. I don't. It's it's whatever with them. So, all right. So, I would say that Jalen Brunson is one of the more underappreciated players in the league because naturally, when everyone talks about you know what Luka did to um, bring you know the Mavs to the Western Conference Finals and all that, it's almost as if like you know you make it seem like it was just him. You know, Jalen Brunson. When we talk about his IQ um, and just overall knowledge and feel for the game, I think he's definitely up there. Um, he's not the flashiest player in the world, but uh, like when you actually watch him hoop, like he may not you know, catch a body the same way certain players will, but at the same time, it's like, you can just yeah. tell. <laughs> He's I like would say, I, w- I mean, I would say Fred Van Vliet, since we're going the guard mm. route, I think we talk about underappreciated. This guy is basically Jalen Brunson, but better, and plays defense. That's how I look at it. This guy is scoring a variety of ways, and he got a chip, and he was a vital member on that chip team. So, that's when, I'm, that's when we talk about unappreciated. Like, that's a guy where most people don't talk about that probably should talk about because he got a ring. He, he can play defense as well as offense. And he's a, you know, like, he's a legit all-star caliber player. Like, he can go to the all-star game sometimes, maybe an injury replacement, maybe if he has, you know, everything works right with their team and stuff like that, they're, they're their team is playing really well. He can go to the all-star. He's an all-star caliber player. Another player, Drew Holiday. So these are players that I feel like are really like another champion, another two-way player, plays both sides of the ball, you know. So it's hard for me to say, I guess like Jalen Brunson, okay, unappreciated, but he ain't really done nothing, really. I think he's just a, a, a starter. He's a good starter in this league. He proved that with the Dallas Mavericks, now he's with the New York Knicks. But it's some guys that when we talk about unappreciated that's done some shit, that people still don't talk about. And when people talk about like, yo, all these other players that you picking over them, it's kind of like, well, just because they may be a little bit more flashy, just because they may have more highlights, just because their package or offensive package and game or skill set may be a little better. But if you're trying to win a, a championship, there's some guys that you, you probably pick Drew Holiday and Fred Van Vleek over some guys that got a bigger name. And it's so, funny, we're talking about underappreciated. Um, they're still being underappreciated in a conversation about being underappreciated. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, hey, that, that's the name of the game. But I mean, you know, those are, um, I feel like um, some good names though. Drew, mm-hmm. 
Um, NBA champion Drew Holiday, might I add. NBA um, champion Fred Van Vliet. You know who else I might add to on the lowest of keys? Drew's teammate, Chris. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, the real no, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you know, he's you know, probably their, their best one-on-one half-court scorer. Yeah, and, Chris you know, it's, it's still Giannis is the best player on the team. But, like, Chris is, like, very cold. He doesn't yeah. get tossed around in, like, the, you know, the the the, the Tatums or the Bills or the Jimmy Butler's conversation. But, like, Jalen Brown, he, he can, Jalen, yeah, he can hold his own. You know, like, it, it ain't, I'm, I'm not going to say what the gap is, but mm-hmm. when it's time to hoop, Chris Middleton is there. Mm-hmm. Like, so. Um, and, he knows, and he knows his role. A yeah, legitimate arg- a legitimate argument be made, and I may make some Boston Celtics mad at this, but a, a legitimate argument can be made that like for his like role and understanding like who is the best player on their team and stuff like that, and understanding like who should the run- offense run through. I'm not throwing, saying that I would rather have Jalen Brown, Chris Milton over Jalen Brown, but I'm just saying like a situation of where you're building a team where one guy clearly knows he's the second option compared to another guy that views himself as, and it's not always a bad thing, but sometimes it is a bad thing. Well, like, I could be the best player on this team, you know? Like, I, I could can, I can be the guy, a go-to guy on my own team. Not saying that there's any tension or anything. I think the, the Boston Celtics and Jason Taylor and Jalen Brown kind of squashed all that when they went to the finals. But it does make things a little bit easier when we talk about building a team where everybody knows their clear role and their expectations. You just talked about that the last part, just talking about, like, Yo, who know your role, knowing like the importance of that. So, hey, Chris yeah. Miller, that's a that's an excellent name. Yeah, and and it and it's tough too because I mean it's like could Chris Milton have his own team? I think he could. I think he could be the number one option on the team. Yeah, um, but he, yeah. Well, yes, you you know the the next part of that statement. Yeah. I think what it comes down to is like, look, this is the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So majority of these, of these guys, you know. I won't say they have egos, but they're, you know, they're talented. That's why they're here. But mm-hmm. it comes down to, do you want to be the number one option or do you want to win? And not everyone is able to answer yes to both of those questions. That's yeah. just a sad reality. So yeah. um, for, for Chris to kind of um, accept his role and, and thrive in it. Yeah. Um, say, and we, we talked about Russ on the last, on the last um, um, episode, just the idea of like, when you have a role, and you accept it and you thrive, then, you know, it kind of changes the conversations. But Chris. Well, was, yeah. I mean, we can, another, another guy who's on the same team as Fred Van Vleek. I mean, Pascal Siakam. Like this, this, that this guy. It, the whole team, the whole Toronto Raptors, like Pascal Siakam is cold. Like Pascal Siakam right now is the number one option of the Toronto Raptors and he's improved in, on his game. Those are those, those, he's a player that I always talk about, like, people love to talk about, like, stats. All right, your stats improving, but is your overall game improving? Does your overall game match those raw stats? Pascal's overall game has matched those raw stats before we talk about improvement. Like he was very raw. Now he's he was an all-star player. Now he's coming into this role with the Toronto Raptors right now, where he's doing everything for them. We talk about scoring, passing, rebounding, and defending. Those are that's a rare role. That's that dual four, that do everything type of wing that we love that are super rare in the league when we talk about Luca, Kay Cunningham, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, all those guys. That's what Pascal is doing and he's not really getting the appreciation that he deserves. So he's a guy I feel like that's very unappreciated. So it's a lot of guys. Even Fox. I know I mentioned him earlier. Fox is cold. Fox is the Sacramento Kings. They're 
It's a, a terrible organization. They're probably not going to be in the playoffs once again this year. Longest active drought in the NBA. But like, how much better is, that's what we always talk about talent, but how much better is John Morant than De'Ari Fox? Yeah, hang John on, Morant's hang better. On, hang on, hang He's on, hang better, on. He's better, but I was that, talent, you, that, that, you that, talent, that. <laughs> that talent level, that talent level is closer than people may May I don't, I, hang on, hang on, my brother. Hang on, my brother. Hang on, my brother. I was if you, so on board with you what you're that, saying. If you watch that Memphis <laughs> King, so Kings game, if you watch that Memphis Kings game that they just that pass, Darian Fox is here, man. Like, absolutely. That's a, that's a, that's a conversation that you don't want to talk. Talent. That statement. He's here with you, on board. Is he underappreciated? Should he get the hell out of Sacramento? I, I, all that. Yes. But come from left field and then bring in a and then in a, a MVP candidate's name loosely. It's kind of crazy. SGA. Crazy. Still crazy. Still crazy. That talent gap is not as far as people think when they talk about like certain players. Even my one, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum and Brandon Ingram. That talent gap is not that far. You think so? I know so. Like I tell people about, some people feel like, oh, Luka Doncic is better than Jason Taylor. I don't feel that way, but it's just kind of like, I'm looking at, not, it ain't really like, it's, it, they're both neck and neck. Like, what are we, what are we saying here? You know, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying more so. And I'm not saying like, you know, Fox is a better player than John Moran or anything, but I'm just talking about overall talent. And then like, when you take this as the team situation out of it, like, yo, it ain't like John Moran, Darren Fox. It ain't like, Jason Tatum, Brandon Ingram. You know, it ain't like that. It ain't like that. Look, I love De'Aaron, right? It ain't like that. I I, I love De'Aaron. He is on the the list of people that, you know, I feel would thrive in a a better situation. But I think there are levels. Because then if that, look, if if you're saying that about Ja, do you think there's a a large gap or whatever between De'Aaron and Trey Young? No, I don't think for like a talent and skill set standpoint. Okay, no, you, keep I think using, you keep using the word talent. No, okay, I, 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 I don't. I don't. I, I really don't because you separate the team I don't situations. Know about that. <laughs> if you if you put if you put John Moran on on the Sacramento Kings, I don't know. I know people don't like to do the what if game, but it's just like team structure, organize and organization matters when you're building a, a team around your stars. That really matters. I don't think Darian True. Fox ever had a, a really great team built around him. Ja of course, has. of course. Well. Wow, you're funny. You are a funny now. Now, Ja has had a a good team built around him all this time. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we've been talking about the Grizzlies possibly making the finals. I, I, I wasn't who, there who yet, but he still has a who, who they, they have. I say I still. Ja I, who else? I was. That's fine, and I'm still, and I'm still, I still agree with what I'm saying. But Jared Jackson, Desmond Bain, uh, Brooks, uh, a better head coach, like. Steven oh, Adams. I know. Like, I like, know. I'm talking know about the, a roster. The, the, We're talking about a roster. That's a that's a better roster than what he that De'Aaron Fox got in Sacramento. I know he got Sabonis, but that's it. That that's it. That's it. Kevin Herter, Malik Monk. You know they they got a bunch of guys that would be probably if they stayed in college, <laughs> be they last year or first year out. So that's all I'm saying, man. Like, it's, oh yeah, it's like, what a, and and, and it's one ain't definitely De'Aaron's fault that. The organization hasn't made the damn playoffs since I've yeah, it's a, it's been a alive. Time. Look what look what they did with look what they did with Demarcus Cousins. It's an organization. You get drafted the Kings, you doomed. I tell you what, the one of the biggest flexes in the National Basketball Association 
is the fact that the Kings are still located in Sacramento. I am sorry, but someone had to say it. To go this long without making the damn playoffs and still be in the same city, round of applause. You want to talk about maintaining mediocrity? My goodness. <laughs> yeah. And flying under the damn radar? Take notes, then they, got a, then, then they got a new, they built huh? a new stadium a couple of years Take ago. No, like, they, have the damn they, audacity. Yeah, we'll I know we're stadium. not winning, but let, let's distract the fans with some uh, a new arena. What the hell are we doing? What, about what, the, what the hell is happening on the court? The team another is cans, player, but here you are trying to build stadiums. Get busy. Another player, we, since we talked about the Memphis Grizzlies and John Moran and stuff, another player that's improved and is kind of unappreciated. Desmond Bain, if you watch him so we far, need to, we need to talk about Desmond Bain. Yeah, if you watch him so <laughs> far, this if you watch him so far this season, he's looked like he's taking that next step. Now, I know it's early, but he looks like he looks like he ain't just an, another shooter <laughs> right now. You know, you know, it's 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 funny how players get. That's why I talk about stats, overall improving on your game. He's reminding me he may be taking that step the way Jalen Brown took that step when Jalen Brown came, athletic defender. All right, cool, super raw next year. 3-and-D guy. All right, cool. We see you, Jalen. Next year, crane off the drill with scoring at every level. <laughs> that's what. That's the route that Desmond Bain is looking like he's taking. It, and if he's taking that route, then things can get a little, little scary down there in Memphis. <laughs> just, John, just may have, John, John may actually have a running mate. <laughs> if, he, if, he's, if, he, if this is what we're about to see this year for Desmond Bain. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I was watching, uh, I think uh, they were playing Sacramento and I was watching him hoop. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching. It was like, noted. <laughs> noted. It, it, it was that game for the Nets for me. We need to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> That's another pot. Let's, let's, let's uh, give them a bit. Let's give, no. let's give them a bit of the doubt. No, 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 I'm not giving that a was a game that I saw like, that's Bain kind of here. But the Nets, he going after Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, John Morant, Desmond Bain. They all going toe to toe each other. We got to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> it's early. No. <laughs> nah, it's early. Um, yeah, I, I think um I think the Nets are gonna figure it out though. In all seriousness. I, I do think that um, you know, this is a team. Obviously, there's a lot going on, you know, with that franchise and the organization. There's always gonna be a lot of thoughts and whatnot. But um I think I saw a statistic or a tweet. Actually, you know what? Let me let me not bring it up because if I don't have the correct source or numbers, I don't want to say it. But um I think I think they will figure it out. I mean, um, they have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I know we want to sit here and say, well, you know, you know, I saw somebody say they should trade um, Kevin for, you know, a bag of chips or some shit like that. And obviously, like, it was a list of players, but to me, it was a, no. basically a bag of chips. But it, when in doubt, just remember what Kevin Durant is capable of. I think when in doubt, remember what Kyrie Irving is capable of. As much as we want to judge and be confused by, you know, their, their start to the year. Just st still understand, man, that it's an 82-game season. The 82-game se season, and they've proven, both of them as individuals, that they can get it done when it matters the most. So, um, you know, I, I, it, I think they're it may, But it, it, may, it's, it may not be enough. Them, them too? That, that's what I'm worried about. Because right now, and it's early, but to see Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving fight for their lives, Every single game in the regular season, so far that what's been going on, it's concerning. And the reason why it's concerning because they still have a coach that still hasn't figured out how to put his players in the best position. And that hot seat is going to get warmer and warmer the more games they keep losing, the more 
the more time Ben Simmons doesn't figure it out, the worse he keeps playing. That All that gets warmer and warmer because why is it a situation where I look at the Brooklyn Nets? Now, there's no James Harden no more. So why the hell we keep going isolation, 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 especially when James Harden is, you know, what's really the, the point guard? I know some people feel like Ben Simmons is a point guard and he can handle the ball, stuff like that. He ain't no James Harden. So it's just kind of like he's a non-threat. So the the heavy isolation, that's tough. The he, the heavy the heavy isolation that you want to do, you can't do that with Ben Simmons. So change the offense around. But they're not changing the offense around. That's why we see Kyrie Irving taking so much difficult shots, Kevin Durant taking so much difficult shots. And if you're going to tell me they're going to do that for over the course of the 82 game regular season, that's not going to be enough because that's too hard. Especially when we look at the situation where this ain't 24 year old Kyrie. Kyrie's still in his prime. This ain't 27-year-old Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is still in his prime. But things get harder. Constantly making difficult shots. People don't understand how hard it is. Like, people, we amaze at Kyrie Irving for what he does on the basketball court. That shit is hard. We amaze at, at what Kevin Durant does on the basketball court. But that shit is hard. And all these difficult shots, to be able to have to do that for a course of an 82-game season, all that wear and tear on your body, it's going to be hard. So that's why I don't, I'm, I'm worried with the Brooklyn Nets because I'm worried that their coach, Steve Nash, is not placing those two players in the right position to succeed and for is creating an offense that can get them easier looks. Yeah, I, I mean, you would think too, man, that Steve knows this, right? Like outside of him being a former player, he's also a damn former MVP. Hall you know, like he was a Hall, Hall of Famer. Hall of damn famer. And for someone that, you know, was ran that seven seconds or less system, um, I think you would you'd hope that like there's some thought process of like, okay, maybe just maybe running isolations every play may not be the best route. Um, and I think it's almost like, you know, having Kevin Durant on your team. And shout out to Steve Kerr too, who I think this right here is a prime example of how having talent doesn't always, you know, equal wins. You know, at the end of the day, it still helps to have a good coach. Um, but yeah, bro, the, the the isolations that happen left and right. I mean, I mean, like, look, I get it. It's Kevin Durant, so you think you know? Anytime you drop an isolation for KD, it ain't a quote unquote bad call. But damn, but damn. It's gotten very predictable, and that is one of the worst things that you can do in this league is be predictable. And it's not even on some oh, you know, it's KD being KD or it's Kyrie being Kyrie. Like they're not superheroes. At some point, you gotta mix it up. You know, it can't just be the same thing over and over and over again. You know, but again, again, I think they'll figure out. I think them adding Ben Simmons it will help. Um, they gotta step it up defensively as well. But hey, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know, man. It's it's nasty. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they figure it out. But I, I, it's it's supposed to be easier than this. Like I watched the Brooklyn Nets game, and I, you know I me, mean? I'm a player that loves scoring. But it's just like you don't have James Harden no more. Like being a possible team to win a champion, first possible team to ever to win a championship, run the heavy isolation offense when you had three of the best isolation players is different when you only got two. And it's also different when you have one player that can facilitate and was willing to play the third option. So, and can just hit threes because he, the defense is sucked in on Kyrie and also sucked in on Kevin Durant, where you had James Harden 
who is a viable threat offensively to not just pass, but also to shoot the ball. Ben Simmons that's, ain't doing that. That, that. That sucks that that experiment didn't work out, man. In all yeah. seriousness, that, that, that kind of reminds me of the, um, what was it, Kobe, Dwight, Paul, Ronald Tessa, Steve Nastain, but even then in that situation years ago, you all kind of, we all kind of knew that they were still relatively old. So, all right, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we, yeah. Hell, it's, it's like it's like the um damn um Lakers of last year. Had that team been constructed in 2015? Oh my gosh. Yeah. But we're here now. Um but you have a, a a cap or no cap? Yeah. Cap or no cap. Who's more likely the the Brooklyn Nets are more likely Capital Cat, the Brooklyn Nets are more likely not to make the playoffs than the Los Angeles Lakers. I would say the Brooklyn Nets are... The Nets have a higher chance of making the playoffs than the Lakers. Um, The Lakers have just started out... This this, This is crazy. The question that you just asked me is kind of crazy when you really think about it. When you really think about it, these are two this teams is, this with is Kevin Durant This is an insane and, and one another one with LeBron question. James. And you are asking me, this mm-hmm. is a team, oh my, this is insane. We are talking about a team that has Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and the other team that's being compared to is LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And you are sitting here asking me which team I think has a better chance of making the playoffs. And the two only two. thing that's crazier about the question that you're asking me is the fact that I don't even think it's crazy to ask. That's wild. It should be a problem that we're even having this discussion of, you know, which, which one of these teams with, you know, multiple Hall of Famers do you think is going to, to make the yeah. playoffs? Yeah. But to answer your question, um, I think it's the Nets. I think it's the Nets. Um, I think being in the East is going to help. Um, I think... The East is tougher, maybe, than the West. But yeah. Very, very true. But when I was looking at... Um, you know, um, the teams that, like, because not too many, I feel like, teams are struggling as much in the Western Conference, slash, I have more faith that even the ones that may be struggling are going to get their shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the East, it's like, because, all right, put like this, if, if, we, if we think backwards, right, I don't have the standings in front of me, but who do we think is going to finish 7 through 10? And ultimately, do we think the, the, the Nets are better or is better than those teams. I think so. But when you look at the West, that's true. Yeah. You look at the team seven through ten. Do you think the Lakers are yeah. better than them? That's true. Eh, that's great. I, I want to say yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say yes. My heart yeah. says yes. But I, I don't know. Yeah. So um, that that's really all it is. It, it's not always um, just about the team um, individually, right? But um, damn it, 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 it's gonna be tough. It's still early. You know, you know, we're in November now, so um, I think it's just a matter of they got to get it right quickly. You know, the, like you starting the season off in a hole can did. be rough, man. The way it, they like, did, yeah. Because the first game of the season is just as important as the 82nd game of the season, standing wise. So, yeah, especially especially hey. if the especially if it, the both conferences are tight in the way we expect it to be. So Ford said, like I know that everybody talks about the play in. Situation playing turn. Oh, you beat a Tim C, but that still ain't great. Like you gotta win two games to get in. Like that ain't no oh the playing situation. No. Like if you ain't you need you want to finish top six. You want to secure your spot of making sure that you have a playoff spot. Because we saw last year with the Cleveland Cavaliers how 
They were in a playing situation. They were number yeah. seven seed. They didn't even make the playoffs. Nasty work, by the way. So that's what I'm saying. But, it, it happened. <laughs> yeah, I just want to ask you that because it's it's very interesting. It's 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 the reason why I asked you that because you know two top five players in LeBron James when LeBron James is fully on go mode. I still think LeBron James is top five player, and, I, and Kevin Durant. You know how I feel about Kevin Durant still, but the, the reason why I asked you that, which is crazy, we even having this conversation, is because I brought up the situation because we I look at two front offices that don't know what the hell they're doing. Darvin Ham is a good coach. I think I believe in Darvin Ham. But Steve Nash, I have no faith in. I have no faith in the organization and the front office of the Brooklyn Nets because it seems like members and owners on that team are more, are more interested in beefing with their own players than actually trying to figure out ways to win. So, and then we if you look at that situation, you have players that Probably feel it's, it just seems like a hostile situation in Brooklyn right now. And it goes all the way back to the offseason, goes back to Kevin Durant one and out. Let's go back to Kyrie Irving not getting an extension. So it's a lot of turmoil potentially that can happen with this Nets franchise. So I'm going to roll with the Los Angeles Lakers just because of that scenario and not even scenario, that situation has you know, been happening since this summer. And I'm going to roll with the Los Angeles Lakers being more likely to reach the playoffs, even if the Los Angeles Lakers are in a, you know, a situation where they got owners that don't want to spend money. But I'm going to roll with them. Um, yeah, but I don't think the Lakers will have that issue. But I, I mean, I, I will say, though, too, another thing that we should consider, which is actually might be worse for both of their situations, is um, they're both healthy. Like, both teams are healthy. This isn't like, yeah. you know, the Lakers didn't start off on five because LeBron didn't play. Right? Yeah, the Nets, Kevin, you know, right. Sorry, one and four because Kevin Durant yeah. career didn't play. Right. Either. So, yeah. like, there's, Hopefully, like like uh, Chris Middleton, right? He he he's been out. So it's like if if the Bucks started off kind of slow, you think to yourself, all right. Hopefully, when Chris come back, things will you know kind of get back to normal. Lakers yeah. and Nets, bro. Everybody here, yeah. Ain't nobody walking through that door. Everybody is. And again, I know obviously there's certain you know you know injuries that you know. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, literally everybody in the NBA is injured. Not trying to be funny, but you playing in the league long enough, you gonna have some injuries you're battling through. But everyone is playing. There ain't, there ain't no, you See, know what I'm saying, AD, right, you Everybody know what I'm saying, 80, 80 missed, I think, a, a, a game or two, but like, it ain't no, yeah. the big three ain't sat out all seven games now, so yeah. it, it, it's just something to think about, but again, like I said, with it being early November as well, um, they're going to figure it out, man, I, I know they are, just a matter of time, Whoa. they run it out, <laughs> I know that people know for real though, because like, you, you could be, you could be out of the playoffs in the first two weeks of the NBA, yeah, first three, well, first three weeks. Well, I would say two weeks. I would say two weeks. But for, for, I, 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 I would, first month, I would first say month for the season. Yeah, but I would say, I would say first month. Yeah. First month, you yeah. can be out of the playoffs. Yeah, because if you yeah. playing catch up. It's just like you you're playing catch up. Well, you you catching up to what the five hundred? Try to make a. You got to catch up to five hundred. Then you got to try to make a run. You Racing know, like, to be mid is crazy. <laughs> Racing to be mid. You know what I'm saying? Like nuts. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't like you've been like like the like the Boston Celtics. They were like you know. The, Look, a couple games over 500, then they went on a run. Like, all right, we got this. Now we finally finally. Yeah, yeah, that's what you, yeah. That's something, that's something different. Like, that's what you hope for if you're a team that's trying to figure things out. You don't want to be like, shit, four and four and 14. And then it's like, all right, now we 14 to 14. Woo, we won 10 games in a row. Damn, we we still ain't above 500. We still, we still the ninth seed. <laughs> we all, we went, we went for the twelfth seed, the ninth seed, because that's the situation but you put yourself in. 
There's been, I want to say there's been a team like even within the past five years that has done that. I can't remember who. But like they just started off ass. And then just want to, I can't can't remember who. I'll I'll try and look into it, but I'm pretty sure there's a team that just went on a crazy, crazy run. Maybe, I don't know if, it it wasn't Chris Paul's Thunder. Somebody, either way, it'll, it'll come to me eventually. But I it can it, I be think done. It was a, I think it was a thunder. I think it, it was. Chris Rock. Like they just won like a Chris. shit ton of games and <laughs> just, just came <laughs> out of nowhere. I, I, I don't think know if I think this team was, was yeah. like, all right, enough is enough. Let's get busy. And they, and they got the four but, seed. They were like losing. But you yeah. don't want to have to do that though, right? Like you nah. don't want to have to feel like, like you shouldn't need a switch. Especially when yeah. you have an experienced team. Y'all know this is an 82 game season. Y'all know that y'all don't get these games back. So get busy as soon as you can. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is, y'all. Um, first episode of November. Actually, I lied. Second episode of November. <laughs> we here, y'all. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>